You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. I'm Josh. I'm Seal. Let's talk about the first thing I remember. What's the first thing that you remember? Possibly being very cold. Very cold. On a trip. So when we were six months, when I was six months old, the family took a trip to Colorado in a Winnebago. Okay. And the 25 cent fuse for the water heater Mm -hmm. blew out. No. And all the pipes froze. Oh, no. And flooded the thing. And it was freezing as cold. <laughs> and I just remember being cold and like being carried around and like bundled up. Mm-hmm. But it's like pictures. I mean, it's not like a real, I wouldn't call it a real solid memory. I was six months old. Really? Yeah. And then that's, yeah. That's weird. That's weird. And maybe I'm the weird one because I, I, I really don't remember anything prior to like six. I have a hard time trying to remember anything before that time. And people show me pictures and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I guess, I mean, this is proof that I was there. Yeah. I'm here now. Right. So whatever. Suffice it to say, dream fasting would come in handy. It would. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That that's, I, I, I guess. Yeah. And then we also saw evidence of dream etching. In mm, yes. this episode, which really explains a lot of the other symbolism in uh, uh, symbols mm. uh, uh, like what Brea saw yep. in the library. I think even some of the um, artwork in a lot of the ruins and yes. in, in the original movie and just things in general. So the concept, this is interesting because I guess I just never realized it before, but the concept of this dream etching is it's a dream fast uh, experience that's so epic if you will it it manifests itself into a physical form that can then be revisited Mm -hmm. and then you can take part of that dream whatever that dream fast was that created that artifact so you know me i've got to look stuff up of course you a- do. Apparently, mm. there's also a concept, and I, we haven't seen it yet, but I, I it is canon. There's this concept of dream stitching, which means that you can be part of it and add to it. Well, they so, mention a dream stitch. Have they? That's right. Yes. Okay. It's a, well. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not up to this. So, because did you skip ahead? No, 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 no. I've only watched <laughs> the episodes that we're discussing, but I'm saying that I think that I think it gets mentioned in. Either oh. five, maybe five or six. Maybe, maybe it did. Yeah. Maybe it did. But yeah. So in something that I've watched, not watching ahead, it's been mentioned. Okay. Well, in this episode, this is episode number four. Yes, this is the, four. Of the overall series. And I loved it. Uh, I, again, there aren't any episodes so far that I just, it, it becomes richer. Mm-hmm. And the depth just that's added with each episode is just amazing. And I'm just, it's like, it's like falling in, I'm like falling into this world and I, I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to have to come out at some point, but I really don't want to leave it in 
it's like I, I want I want to watch all of it. I guess what's I, I'm trying to I'm telling on myself. You want to watch it all. <laughs> I want to binge this thing. Sure. This, this is so far is the most bingeable or binge worthy series on Netflix because I'm not that guy. Okay. And we've had that discussion yeah. in other many other forms before. I'm not a big fan of binging. I'm not against it, but I'm not personally for it because I like to to let the episodes marinate and, and sure. for us to think about it and for us to have these discussions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that's valuable. And I think sometimes we gloss over things and lose some of the nuance when we watch too much too soon and then we move on to something else. Sure. So, but what I feel is valuable about this series is we're going to go back and we're going, there's going to be repeated viewings for sure. Oh, sure. For sure. Sure. Well, I've already watched, like, I've what would have watched to this point. I've now watched twice. Okay. Because why wouldn't I? I have the time, and it's like I, I'm not allowing myself to go further. So I'm just going to go back and rewatch. Yeah. So that I'm not lost when we come here to do this. But it's you know on a second viewing, it's just as good. Have you found that you've caught things that you didn't? necessarily see the first time you viewed it i think a few things have popped up okay i don't want to get into it because it's sub. you know i don't want to get into subsequent oh. episodes again oh, planting seeds but <laughs> so yeah, you, you catch things and then you say oh i didn't realize that or oh that also means this you know it's it's you know and I, and I feel like and i said this i think in the first episode that repeated viewings multiple repeated viewings you're going to yield different things and i think when i go back and watch it a third time which i face it i will when we're done with this i'm sure i'll go back and watch it i'm sure there's i think at that point that's when the real hidden stuff starts to pop out okay i think i'm getting a deeper understanding of what's happening right now i'm getting a deeper understanding of the overt stuff Mm -hmm. and i feel like on the third viewing that's when a lot of the hidden stuff is going to pop up well, let's get into the stuff that happened in this episode. Let's and, do that. And really, this episode centered, I think, mainly around Brea and Rianne. Uh, so, it episode starts with Brea. She, remember, we're, we had the cliffhanger from mm-hmm. the previous episode. She's going, she's descending down into the staircase beneath the throne yep. into this area that we we know not of well we find out that there's this whole cavern system big room mm-hmm. that's locked uh underneath the throne then how do they not know it's there yeah it's huge it, it is huge it is huge and it, it's been there for a while mm-hmm. and there's some sort of lock on it mm-hmm. so she with with a little circular device that has the light in it. And so what I found interesting around that, I think the quote that was written on there was that Thra's true balance will be found when true balance is sound. It's like, okay, interesting. So there were, it's like there was some sort of mechanical device that when you put the, I guess you fire them up in the correct order. Yeah, so you had a, you had the symbols of each clan mm-hmm. around the room. All seven. And those little rocks. And then it had a little spot in it mm-hmm. where you could put the key. Mm-hmm. And so I, Brea decides that, oh, okay, so I have to 
click these in the right order. That's right. And then whatever's going to happen will it, happen. It's going to happen. And it seemed like it was some sort of device using sound waves to, uh, it, well, Shake it was, the ground, it, it was yeah. shaking the ground, right? Yeah. It's like, like oh, when, you run a, when you run a, uh, run a sound, when run sound waves through a, uh, bucket of dirt. Yep, yep. And it kind of liquefies. Yeah. With, yeah. Oh, you've seen that with the sand where yeah, it's, rad. it's almost like it's water. Yeah. It behaves like, it behaves like a liquid. <laughs> it's fascinating. Ah, uh, science. Yeah. Science is cool. So she's trying to unwrap this mystery. And then of course she's using every, everything that she's learned and everything that she knows culturally up in that, to that point to, uh, put the different clans in the correct uh, uh, order as though they were cast. I yes. Guess. Yeah. And so, uh, she has the first couple figured out and then she gets the third one wrong. It's like, okay, I don't have the right order. So she keeps trying to undo this puzzle in long story short. She figures out, well, wait a minute. No, no one is above anyone else. We're all equal. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think the light bulb really goes off for her. I feel that, that was the turning point for her character is, I mean, she was already down this path of, right. Hey, the, the, the Skeksis are, are, are bad. I've need to, what they're doing is not right. Uh, the way that we treat our people is not acceptable taking things from them. But I think she was still probably hanging on to some of those, thoughts of well yeah yeah that's all well and good but every golfling has its place sure i suppose and i sent i sense that she's like okay i'm over all that we don't we we don't i don't need to believe that way anymore we we are better together i feel is like the decision that she made um for herself in that moment yeah she realizes the the lie of the caste system and, right yeah and then we are introduced to a new character which yes. is her protector and lore. Lore. What like, a cool name. I like lore. Yeah, lore is awesome. He's rad. Lore is not only a cool character in Dark Crystal, but it's also a very cool podcast. And it's also yeah, it a is. very cool twin brother from, uh, to Data in Star Trek The Next Generation. Yep. <laughs> so how about that for a reference? Thought you'd yeah, appreciate that. I do now. Now you've got me worried that he's going to turn heel <laughs> at some point, and I'm just that's and right. I'm going to be sad. That's right. I, because I, thus far he's awesome. He is very awesome. No, I don't think he's. I no, I think he's loyal to the end. Yeah, and I, I do want to know more about whoever created this area and whoever created lore because mm-hmm. they gave him basically a uh, a stone uh, record needle. For him to play. That's so cool. And the stylus turns and he, yes, and he plays and he it on can, his arm. And that's can, how he talks. He can play the etchings on. Yeah. yeah. And evidently the etchings can change because he can yeah. say different things. And I so, thought that was that, cool. That's pretty rad. That, that was one of the coolest moments uh, for me. And then the key becomes, I guess, a way. Do, do we feel like the key is like, I mean, for lack of a better term, his, his heart? I think it's like his heart slash brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of he swallowed it. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's it every lives. time he opens his mouth, you see a glow. So yeah. I think it's like his, yeah, his heart slash brain. That's what's keeping him alive. So that's what animates him, so to speak. But we weren't introduced to just one character in this episode. We were introduced to another character and this character is pretty badass. And I, I'm kind of enamored with this character when it's the character of the hunter. 
Yes. Oh, man. Dude, he's rad. Oh, so I guess I never realized, and I don't know why I didn't realize, that the Skeksis could have four arms uh, just like their, I guess it's their counterpart. Because then, then the, the Mystics always had at least three yeah. arms, if not four. Yeah, the Archer's got four. He's got four. So I think we just. So you think the archer is is the hunter's counterpart? Probably. Probably. Yeah. That's the that yin to his yang, if yeah, you will. Yeah, that makes sure. sense. Sure. And that's something that's not been explored too much yet. No. I feel like we're going to start hearing more and more about. I think that. we're going to get there. Yeah. Because um, there's a throwaway line in an earlier episode that Agra has about. Well, maybe I'll go see the mystics, and she goes, "Nah." They're just full of riddles. They're not going to tell me anything. And then she goes off and sees the Skeksis. So yeah. I think, and we're, we're building. So clearly we've seen one now. Yeah. And, and every, well, everyone knows yes. that in, in the mythology there it's the, yeah, the yin and the yang, the, the, yeah. the good half to the bad half. This, the Skeksis are the, I guess the, what you would consider the evil um, or dark half of the Urshek's. And the mystics are the good and gentle mm-hmm. half of the Urshex. Um, Urskex, excuse me. I don't know why I keep saying Urshex. It just wants to flow out of it. The, just uh, does. It just comes out that way. Um, and uh, we're just going to leave that there yeah, just for now. Let that just go. Kind of let that. It's over there. It's over there. We That's, don't need to know that. We'll yet. discuss. We'll discuss more about yeah. that later. I'm sure we'll we'll find more about it. Absolutely. More about it. Absolutely. Yeah, the hunter's awesome. I love how they, I love how uh, Chamberlain calls him with that big horn. Yeah, with all the skulls. Yeah. And, and then they're like, what's he doing? He's like, oh, he's calling the hunter. Oh, the hunter's going to kill him. Yeah. Apparently, the hunter doesn't play well with others. Yeah, that well, He lives outside the castle. He does his own thing. He does. And uh, it seems like everybody's a little bit afraid of this guy. I, well, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, this dude is awesome. Not just in his, well, he's, it's all about the hunt for him. Right. He's, he's of a singular mind. That's right. He has, he has a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And the hunt's not over until it's over. Yeah. In fact, I think in many ways, it seems as though he has a distaste for all the other Skeksis in the sense that, yeah, I am one, but they, uh, their pursuits almost seem like folly or foolishness in his mind. And they pursue things that are not worthy of being pursued. Definitely. Um, and he, he would be terrifying to me because he's not, it's interesting to see, I guess, the, the difference between him not living in the castle, which I guess we, all this opulence and, mm-hmm. and overindulgence have led them to have twisted, gnarled uh, bodies because he's pretty lithe and pretty uh, he gets around. agile. Yeah. And he's fast. And the way that he moves is way different than the other Skeksis. So it's not labored in any way. Oh no. No 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 no. He's he is a gymnast to uh their I don't know. sumo wrestler. <laughs> Although that's not a fair comparison because sumo wrestlers are incredibly athletic and they're fast. I apologize to anyone who is a sumo wrestler or knows a sumo wrestler. They're that more was a, like the uh That was a bad analogy. They're more like the people <laughs> in uh in a uh, Wally. That ride around on the little chairs. Mm. 
They're more like that. Or the, or, or the people in uh, Idiocracy. You Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you, where you basically, you're just tied to your chair yeah. and you yeah. basically have an eye. It's, it's got a commode built yeah. into it and it's, <laughs> you basically have an IV of Mountain Dew or whatever it was whatever. that they yeah, drank. That, yeah. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> so we, we also see Agra just out and about wandering. She's trying everything she can to reconnect with Thra. And she's trying everything that she can to hear Thra saying. And she's not. She's not even getting crickets. No. No, she can't. Dead silence. uh, She can't hear anything. And, um, you know, I I maintain that she knows she's messed up and she's messed up. Oh, yeah. And it's weighing on her. And I think that she's trying everything that she can to reconnect. And also kind of gave it some thought is, you know, she can't. What a great parallel. The fact that she can't hear Thra sing. Doesn't that happen to us when we let a relationship go? Sure. Because that's exactly what happened. She decided she wanted to go travel the stars. Mm-hmm. She, she, I wouldn't say she checked out, but. She kind of did, dude. Well, okay. Yeah, that's fair. You know? She went, she went to go travel the stars and I'm sure she had her, her reasons and I'm sure she convinced herself that leaving uh, the crystal under the care of the Skeksis was uh, a smart idea at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure her reasoning was altruistic, but this is what happens. These are the consequences of what happens when you let a relationship stagnate, when you let, when you leave a relation when you don't cultivate sure. a relationship, I guess is what I'm yeah. ultimately trying to say. Stagnate is a good word so, for that. So she shouldn't be surprised that she cannot hear Thra sing. Sure. And, and and I'm I'm wondering when she's going to realize that it's less that Thra isn't talking. It's just that she's not hearing. Right. Yeah. That's right? how much of it. Yeah. How much of it is you just you're just not listening. What were some of the what were some of the things in this episode that stood out for you? I've kind of gone over the big moments for me that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think getting let's let's push a little further. I I liked her scene with the archer. Mm. He's, he's launching those all those arrows start popping up. That's right. And she's like, oh, I can't be him. Mm-hmm. And then boom, boom, boom. Oh, it's got to be him. Yeah. And the I thought the bit was funny where she's like, no more walking. And then, <laughs> okay, fine. A little bit more walking. It's almost as though he was lighting her path. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's exactly what he was doing. He was pointing back to the tree that we saw before. And and uh, what did they call the tree? What is the tree? It is the sanctuary tree. Sanctuary tree. Thank yes. you. That's the word I could not remember. We see the sanctuary tree and she's drawn back to that. And I, th- I thought it was neat that she's drawn back to something that she knew she's drawn back to a friend that she knew not yet the archer mm-hmm. the tree she's like i haven't seen you in a long time she's talking to the tree mm-hmm. she's like i you know i haven't come to talk to you in in a while and she's the the she's starting to be the illumination's happening mm-hmm. right she's starting to see everything that she's turned her back on and everything she's forgotten about and then the archer speaks up and that's a you know another step and he's like hey it's been a long time since i've seen you and i love that little exchange they have and she's like, you got to help me figure this out. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can't really tell you what to do, but I can point you in the right direction. Mm. And he fires that arrow up and then straight up. 
Yep. And it comes down, boom, and he's gone. <laughs> and Augur's just left standing there with the tree and, you know. Yeah. And, and her own thoughts in that arrow. She's like, oh, the arrow points to the ground. And then she st- almost gets it. She starts to get it. Mm-hmm. She says, oh, he can't teach me to hear the song. Another person can't teach me to hear the song of Thra is what she's talking mm-hmm. about. Thra has to teach me. Yeah, that's right. And so she's taking this first step back to being her old self, so to speak. I thought that was a neat, a neat sequence right there. Yeah. It's almost as though she needed to be eased back into and be reacquainted with her old friends. Mm-hmm. And isn't you that know? how it happens sometimes? Yeah. Sometimes it is, it's a little, it, it takes a little, sometimes it's a little awkward. Sometimes yeah. you can't start off right where you left off last time you saw someone. You need sure. to kind of warm, get, get warm. You got to catch right? back up, right? Catch back up, yeah. get warm. And then you can hit your full stride and get back into it. So the other, <laughs> the other scene I really enjoyed in this was the podling party. And oh I got to tell you, goodness, that was hilarious. There's no party like a podling party. I was like, I, this is the party I want to be at because yeah. they know how to throw down. Yeah. That's actually, that's <laughs> another, you, I'm glad you bring that up. That's another, uh, there's another moment in there that I like. So you've got the podlings partying down. Rian kind of joins in and that's where we have the, the we see the dream matching there. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. where the dream matching happened. What yeah. I liked about that was the dream fast with the group of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, the one uh, uh, Tronchin's like, look, man, if I come out of this crazy, I'm killing you first. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so they all, but they're all like, fine, let's do it. And then Rian's dad comes in. Yeah. And, and he joined in. And he joined in. And that's, mm-hmm. and I saw him walk in. And as I'm watching the first time, I'm like, oh, man. Is he going to? I hope he. Is he going to break it up? Is he going to break it up? Man, I hope he doesn't break it up. I hope, I hope he just steps in and he did and that mm. was awesome yeah. i love that he was like he's come around yeah he's like okay my kid's not crazy yeah let me see let me see for myself you know what's going on well that was a big chance for everyone to take and and you know something else that struck me about that and i was watching it and it and i caught it the thought hit me on the rewatch so this okay. is one of those things that hit me on the rewatch ever since Rian got chased out of the castle He's been trying to get people to dream fast with him. That's right. Well, what does that mean? That means he has to relive that moment mm. over again mm-hmm. in a very real way. He has to watch his love get killed. Mm. And he's, but he's eager to do that because the truth is so important. And he's willing to make that sacrifice of himself of, man, I got to relive this thing, but I have to tell these people what's really going on. They ha- people have to know. Yeah. They have so to know that, the truth. And that that struck me then. I was like, oh, man, you know, he's been trying to do this for a couple of episodes now. And then you watch him go through it and you watch the pain on his face. Again, we're watching a puppet show. And I see pain and anguish in this dude's eyes mm-hmm. and yeah. as he's reliving this. And it's like he was willing to go through that for the greater good, so to speak. Yeah. And so that, that was that was one of the things that struck me on the rewatch was like, oh, man, there's there's another layer to this than him just getting – being able to tell the story accurately, it's, he's got to relive this. Yeah. That's how powerful this dream fasting is. And, and another example of how the truth hurts, right? And a lot, you hear that said a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people say that and it's uh, mainly around, oh, well, if I share this truth with someone, uh, I'm going to hurt their feelings or their, it's like, well, yeah, 
maybe. But then there's the other side of the coin, which is in order to stand up and speak for the truth and to share that truth in this instance, it hurts you as a person has to share it because like Mm -hmm. you said, you have to relive it. Mm -hmm. But how, how much better is it now that there to, there's more people that are together and they know the truth. And it just, it's, it's so encouraging whenever you experience that moment where it's like, I am no longer alone. There's also someone else that believes me and believes the truth. And it's like, even though maybe the odds are stacked against us, I have hope that at least I'm not alone. And Rianne, he gets to experience that. And and I'm happy for him that he gets to experience it. I'm happy for him that he gets to essentially reconcile uh, with his father. Yes, that was a a sweet wrap up to that moment. And reconcile, it seems kind of almost like the wrong word to you. I mean, we don't have a lot of their backstory. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like... There, there was anything other than it, 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 it was a father who was also his captain. So there was not, a, and I don't think there was not, it wasn't the fact that there wasn't a lot of love shared. It's just, there wasn't just a lot of affection and there certainly yeah. wasn't a lot of belief in, 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 in his, in Rian's capability. Sure. But there was a lot of unspoken stuff that got basically washed away. Well, sure. But isn't that the way that this scene ends isn't that in its own way a reconciliation absolutely all of the reconciling all absolutely. of those issues absolutely. and they they finally under they finally it seems like this and then the couple subsequent scenes they understand each other now yeah 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 and and so this leads into them okay all right now we, we all know the truth now let's go spread the gospel let's yep. uh, let's go spread the truth we get the fight scene with Rian and the hunter Mm-hmm. Dad intervenes, and for the briefest of moments, I thought that the hunter was going to get Boba Fetted, like in Return of the Jedi. It's like, yeah. here's this cool character. It's like, oh my goodness, I was like, he's going to get ate up in this episode. Is this all we're going to get of the hunter? Um, but but he's, no, he survived the the gobbles, the, the gobbles pit, <laughs> which that are just was scary, gnarly looking things. Um. But the the last words Ordon gives to Rian is "Be brave," yep. and I feel like I feel like those are important words for any of us to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes down, he goes down into the gobbles with the hunter. The hunter, of course, escapes. Yeah, which you know, hey, cool. I want to see more of the hunter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, this man, this was a great. It was a great episode. I mean, there's there's been uh, there's been no filler. No, no filler whatsoever. Every episode has progressed the story. I haven't felt like there's been a lull. I haven't been sitting there and going, "Oh man, this scene is going on too long." Right. I haven't felt any of that. In fact, I love how the episodes open. There's no title sequence to skip. It's it's kind of like cold open, and it just flashes the title of the show up. And, and and it's integrated into it. It's, it yeah. It, it it always reminds me the first time I ever saw something. Was it like, this episode where it moved the camera moved through the fire and the yes. titles were lit up? I believe so. Caught fire and yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And was, t- speaking of the camera movement in the angle, it's just that's okay. That's another thing about this episode. And and I've had this thought on the first time I viewed it, and again this time, what they're doing with the camera, the mm-hmm. way that the director, the 
the way Leteri is moving this camera mm-hmm. is brilliant. I agree. His, his, I'm not talking, it's just his screen direction, his camera direction is fantastic. That chase scene where Rianne runs, he trips, he falls, and he's rolling down the hill, mm-hmm. and the camera rolls with him a couple of times. Oh, yeah. And just the way that the fight choreography and the way they're moving the camera and the, you know, the, the, the little bits of trickery they're doing to create this, because again, we're watching a puppet show. Yes, but it adds a whole nother layer and a it, whole, no, a, yeah. a whole lot more depth. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I'm, it convinces you that you're in this world, you're in this world and you're watching these things happen and there's nothing to take you out of it. Yeah. Normally, you know, some, sometimes flashy camera moves take you out of a scene. Uh, green grass does that. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Me. And it takes me out of it, right? But with this, it only it's 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 adding it's done in just the right way that it's adding to what I'm seeing and it's in reinforcing what I'm mm-hmm. seeing. I think reinforcing is a better word. Okay. It's reinforcing a quote unquote reality to what I'm seeing. And it's drawing me further into the story. And I really like that. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Greengrass did most of the Jason Bourne yeah. movies. If I'm he not gets a little camera happy okay his his movements and his cuts are a little too fast sometimes and it's like okay i get what you're trying to do but it take it's like i can't i can't tell what's going on he'll, he'll do it sometimes so fast you, you just, i don't know what's happening yeah and so it, it's annoying but this is drawing me in instead of taking me out of it because i can't see what's happening and for those of you don't, who don't know seal actually went to school for all of this, if I'm not mistaken. That is, that is okay. correct. So he, he kind of knows a little bit about uh, what he's talking about here. Yeah, been, so maybe a little. A little bit. I've been doing <laughs> this for, you know, a couple of decades. Um, all right. Well, a great but, episode. Can't wait to talk about the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, thank you guys for being here with us. We appreciate you so much. The response to this particular podcast has been amazing so far. Um, and, and I just can't, I just, we just can't say thank you enough. Um, we definitely do want to hear more from you. And yes, if please. you have any thoughts, uh, questions, concerns, something we missed, let us know. You can, uh, the, maybe one of the easiest ways to do that is on Twitter. You can hit us up at recap FM. You can hit us up personally. If you want to, I'm at Josh Wade FM. I'm at Seal Adams. That's S E A L E A D A M S. I know we harp on this a lot, mm-hmm. but we are really ramping up our newsletter and it's a great way for us to be able to communicate additional thoughts with you. And there is some bonus content that is coming really, really soon. Uh, I don't do it. Should I spoil it? I don't know. No, don't spoil it. I won't spoil just, it. Just it, some cool stuff's happening. Cool stuff. Cool things are going to happen. You're going to be glad that you're on the list. You're not going to be like, oh, man, these dudes are spamming me every day. And we don't do that. We're not going to do that. Cool stuff comes via the mailing list. Trust us. Short version. You don't not want to be on it. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Yeah. So we will talk to you again with the next episode. In the meantime, resist. Resist.